Welcome back. Welcome back to Things Are Your Concern. You're here with Bernie Say. And I'm Ella. This week we have a super exciting episode. I feel like we have a freaking celebrity on. We have Destiny from BuzzFeed Videos. (laughs) Anyways, we just talk about her journey as well as... (laughs) her job at BuzzFeed, and we also, like, just talk about life. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of gems of wisdom in this one. Absolutely. And she just, like, gave me the right kind of kick to be like, yeah, I need to get out of Seattle. I need to go find my opportunities. So if you're looking for a little change in the road for you, this is the episode for you. Hashtag inspirational. Absolutely. So quick check-in, Ella. How you been? How have I been? How have I been? silence says it all well very interestingly (laughs) enough she talked about how um she works on like tiktok which made me buy it things and i bought who's she bitch just destiny okay (laughs) destiny talked about it and i was thinking oh my gosh i actually just bought i got two swimsuits that i saw on tiktok and i was not disappointed i was very happy actually because these swimsuits are they're cute they're cute they're very um they're giving me hot girl summer moments it's they're full ass cheek which i'm into so yeah. i got them i got them today i tried them on and i was like ooh, ooh summertime <laughs> i love that for you <laughs> <laughs> what about you i'm good i realized like Okay, so I'm a friendly girl, and usually when I'm walking down the street, sometimes I make eye contact with people. I smile, you know, polite. Sometimes that has backfired. Like, if you're in Seattle, don't walk on 3rd Ave. I did get spit at for making eye contact and smiling at a man before he did spit on my face. Um, it was tra- traumatizing. And basically, now that the pandemic hit, obviously we wear masks. So, yeah, I am the dumbass who smiles, like, under her mask. But I have since then gotten used to wearing a mask. And now I hit them with the head nod. What's up? Yeah, the what's up. And my neighborhood is like very diverse. So now I head nod. Everybody in my neighborhood were in head nod terms. I love that. That's, that's fun. Yeah, that's my only update because I've been out of freaking quarantine for like a couple days. All right. Well, let's get into the freaking episode. Let's go. All right, everybody, we are here with Destiny. We're going to let her introduce herself because she will do a lot better job than I will. (laughs) And she works for BuzzFeed. She's going to talk about her life. She's going to share some stories with us. We're super excited. Destiny, hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you. So yeah, just introduce yourself. Give us a little bit about background, fun facts, all that jazz. Ooh, fun. I'm not that fun. I feel like I'm not very fun, but (laughs) I'll give it a try. So Hello, my name is Destiny Liley. I am at BuzzFeed as a producer. Media is kind of my background, producing, on-camera work. It's kind of what I do. Um, fun, interesting fact. Ooh, um, my dog is litter box trained. That's kind of fun. It's wow. not really about me, but I know. It's blame my dad. There's like a very <laughs> fine line between like... There's like the fine line between dad and toddler is very thin. So I'm like, it's definitely a dad activity. Um, what do I do for fun... I don't even remember what I do for fun. The pandemic, oh. really, I don't remember anything. Like, I don't know what's what is fun. Like, I don't know. It's sleeping. <laughs> I know. I feel like 
the fun is like indoors. Like I'm into puzzles now. I feel like 80 years old, you know, that I'm constantly doing a puzzle and doing board games and going to bed at nine o'clock every night. Living yeah, it up. Like, <laughs> living it up. There's like nothing else to do. All right. Awesome. So BuzzFeed, that's super cool. I feel like obviously I feel like everyone's heard of BuzzFeed. And how'd you like make your way there? How'd you get That's there? a really good question. Okay. So I'm full of transparency. Like people are always hitting me up on LinkedIn or like, how did you do it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, honestly, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm still like, every day I'm still like, y'all still like me? Like, you're still cool? But yeah, in college, you know, I studied communication, journalism, that was my background. College, really just interning um, at places in Seattle and just trying to get that experience. And I think I just hit a point two years ago now, which is crazy, where my parents were going to move to Arizona. And they were like, hey, like, we're leaving. Do you want to stay in Seattle? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, this is it. Like, I might as well just go. So I applied to so many jobs. Like, I mean, big jobs, little jobs, small jobs, like jobs overqualified, underqualified qualified I'm like just any job and I heard back from BuzzFeed and was like me like you should visit me me (laughs) and yeah and the rest is history been there ever since it'll be two years this spring so dang that is really cool I feel like that's a great place to end up landing Uh, I feel (laughs) like I was throwing darts at the board and didn't land exactly where I wanted to be but you know I'm young. Doesn't really matter. So were you producing before and then you went to produce at BuzzFeed? Like, is it similar content or? Yeah. So my background in producing spans, it's kind of all over the place. My first kind of experience in production was as an intern at Microsoft. So Microsoft has a video team and they make kind of like internal corporate stuff. So that was really fun. I didn't make anything. I just like got coffee and like was so happy to clean. I was just like smiling. I was literally so happy to just be there. Like I was the happiest intern. And they actually offered me a job after as like a receptionist, but I, I turned that down. After that, I ended up getting a job at a re- small little like reality firm. I was like reality TV in Seattle, like who? But they produced the show Hoarders. So I actually was a producer on that show. I was like, oh, this is like weird. Like I'm kind of like a therapist and also like a, <laughs> like it was just, it was a very weird job casting like people on that show. And then from there, it kind of just was like experience after experience. I worked at a company called Cut. They make very similar videos to BuzzFeed, kind of the taboo, drinking, smoking, sexual games, like stuff like that. And then Amazon, very corporate. So all over the place. Wow. That's super cool. It's weird because I feel like this is our last three episodes are connecting in a really weird way because I just mentioned that I was in a cut video. I've been in a couple cut videos and just like, yeah, it's cool. But then the comments were like kind of weird, like, you know, like it's like the grain of salt. So (laughs) with producing for BuzzFeed, you're behind the camera, but you're also in front of the camera and like on their platform, like your face is on all the little thumbnails. I see, (laughs) I see the thumbnails. I see you. (laughs) And so, yeah. Well, you always look good. You always look I'm like, oh, she's fresh. Okay. But anyways, (laughs) what is it like to be on such a big platform like regularly and like this being your job and your life? It is so weird. So my whole kind of college and just in this industry, my I was always like a behind the scenes, like I want to be behind the camera. Like I remember all the girls in college wanted to be on E! News and like they're like, (laughs) I want to be a correspondent. Like that was all. And I was like, I don't want that. Like you don't get paid to do that. Like let me be behind the camera. Like that's where it's at. And so that was my whole like, life. And when I got to LA and got to BuzzFeed, I received an email. They send these blast emails out to all of the employees and are like, Hey, I'm doing a video. Does anybody want to be in it? And I remember being like, Oh, like, that's kind of cool. Like, let me try that. So I did it. And I was like, wait, I really like that. Like, it was really fun. So I just kept doing it, kept doing it. And now I'm just like always in videos. And it's still so weird because I don't consider myself like an actress or like a comedian or like anything that all these other people are. I'm like, I'm just me 
but it works and it's still really surreal but it's 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 fun. It's really weird having people be like, hey, you're that girl who did that thing. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or people in comments would be like, no, Destiny's favorite color is pink. She said it in that one video. And I'm like, whoa, like people really remember <laughs> the things you say. Like, it's crazy. That is crazy. And like every video that you're in pretty much goes like viral if you want to, you know, and that's, right. that's pretty cool, but also like kind of crazy. And then yeah. I know that from my experience, some of you know things get produced or filmed like on one day and it doesn't come out until like six eight weeks later and then I rewatch it and I was like oh my god I didn't even remember that I said all this stuff and that's yep. always trippy it do is you trippy, always like, watch your videos back or no when I first started being in videos I would always watch them back but I don't watch them ever now unless someone's like girl like you're so this did you see this and I'm like oh my god what like what what is it but it's rare I don't watch them anymore <laughs> Seeing yourself I, never gets easier. Yeah, even hearing myself every time, like I Ella edits the podcast. Thank God for her. Um, <laughs> and then I have to like go listen to it, and I'm like cringing about it. And then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, it was fine. It was whatever. We liked it, but it's weird. It's weird to go and listen to yourself mm-hmm. and see yourself. It's hard sometimes. Yeah, that's super cool though. Um, do you have like how much control do you have over like? pitching ideas and the material or do you all have kind of like a scheduled sort of like topic for the month or something like that? Well, it's interesting because BuzzFeed, the way that gets structured, at least on my team and like my department, it's kind of like everyone has their job and then like being in videos is just like almost like an after school activity. So like my actual day to day job has nothing to like, it doesn't even touch me being in videos. is almost like a hobby I do in between work or like after work mm. or in between meetings. Like it's just different producers on different teams. We'll be like, Hey, I need a, someone to do this. And it's like, like, if I'm not busy with my team, then I just step in. So it's really just like a when you have time kind of thing. That's really interesting. So what do you produce then? Like, what's your day-to-day yeah. like? Yeah, like, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I ask myself all the time. Um, I'm currently working as a lead producer on our newest team, which is our affiliate team. So the team that I'm currently working on, I oversee a team of producers. So I don't even really make videos anymore. I mainly just like watch other people's videos. Um, But we focus on shopping content. So link in bio, Amazon made me buy it. TikTok made me buy it. Like that's kind of where BuzzFeed's heading with some of our platforms. Um, I also do some of our branded stuff. So a lot of BuzzFeed's money comes from, we have partnerships with sex toy companies, Walmart, Target, Sephora. Mm. I mean, you name it. So we just make videos like for those companies and with those companies as well. So that's what I do every day. Do um, when you work with companies, do you have to work with their creative vision? Like, do they have guidelines that you kind of have to meet and you kind of come up with like a concept that works with them? You know, it depends on the company. I thought it would be a lot more easier and a lot more like collaborative like that. But a lot of times, not just at BuzzFeed, a lot of companies, a lot of times these companies are just people who know nothing about video and just expect you to just have this like Steven Spielberg idea and I'm like no like we need to like work together like we'll have meetings and companies are like hey here's the product like make it happen and we're like wait like what do you want what's the vibe like it's just I wish it was more collaborative it's a lot of like them hoping I can think of something cool which it's kind of hard sometimes (laughs) yeah that's definitely like a double-edged sword because it's like you're not really super restrictive in your ideas but then you have to be the ideas person right (laughs) which thinking of ideas and thinking of like you know content can kind of be hard at some point like but you've been doing it for like years now so are you still thinking of new ideas all the time it's yeah I am it's funny because I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was telling her how I'm like I don't think I'm creative and she's like you've been doing this a long time she's like you're creative and I'm like no I'm not like I still don't feel like I'm a creative person at all (laughs) like imposter syndrome is real 
True. <laughs> like, what's your favorite project that you've worked on or produced? Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's tough because I feel like the producing that I like the most tells a story. Like, I like fun. Like, you're like, fun. Like, I don't know. I guess I can give a couple examples. At Microsoft, a really fun project I got to shadow or get coffee for because I was an intern was <laughs> they were showing the ways that one of the newer Microsoft products can work with people with disabilities. So we like interviewed, I got to sit on set while they interviewed a blind woman who showed how one of the Microsoft products, the tablet or something was like helping her with her disability. And I was like, that's really cool. When I was at Cut, I worked a lot with kids. One of my favorite videos was we had kids pick the hair of their wildest dreams so we had kids dyeing their hair purple kids shaving their head like that was really fun um and then I guess most recently at BuzzFeed I produced a video we had a partnership with the sex toy company it's a sex toy company and a porn website created by women they uh, approached us and I got to work with two young women who were virgins who tried sex toys for the first time and one got to kind of share her trauma and her story and why she's kind of reclaiming like her body positivity and her self-pleasure that was really rewarding that's amazing yeah What's this website? Can you shout it out? <laughs> yeah, they're called, I, I don't want to butcher the name. I think it's called Belisa, Belisa, B-E-L-L-E-S-A. Okay, um, I'm going to check it out because, you know, we love that. You know, woman yeah. owned. Woman owned. Definitely. Yes. With the porn that's out there. No, no, no. Right. They know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I watched your latest video, the one with the TikTok leggings. Um, oh and... You know, I've been tempted. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been tempted. But after watching the video, I'm not tempted. I'm not tempted anymore. So are there like any trends that you see that maybe are like negative on the internet or like that concern you? Oh, that's a really good question. Recently? No, but there there is a trend that I've, I guess... Yes and no. There is a trend I'm seeing that I don't, I don't know if it's negative, but it's definitely something, a conversation I think that needs to be had when it comes to body positivity. I am a curvy woman, but I also really truly value fitness. I love working out. I'm like obsessed with working out. And I I think some things that make me nervous online are kind of with the positivity trend of like, you have to love your body the way it is. Though that is true and you like love everything about you. I think it's almost looked down upon to want to fix things or want to change things. Like I shouldn't feel bad for taking a selfie at the gym when everyone's like, you're beautiful. Like, I know that. Like, I just, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, need to, I want those gains. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'm ugly because I'm at the gym, you know, like, so that's a trend that I'm like, it's not necessarily negative, but I'd love to open that dialogue about being like, Hey, like, it's okay to be a certain look, but also still want to like work out, like love your, love yourself through whatever, whether you work out or don't. Like, I think that's okay. I, I like that. I think that there's, it's really hard too, just because I feel like there's a lot of people where I'm like, sometimes I feel like they're projecting an insecurity I didn't have about myself. Mm, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yep. they'll con- like this hasn't happened to me like in a while, but people just being like, you go girl. Like, in, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. This wasn't like a statement. Like I wasn't right. trying to make a statement right now. Like I just was taking a picture. Like it makes me feel weird about like, should I, is there something I should be insecure about? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> At the start of the pandemic, I started running just because I was bored and I needed out of the house and people would be like, Oh my God, you're like, you look so good. And I'm like, did I not look good before? <laughs> right. Like I shouldn't have to like explain me going to the gym. Like, it's almost like, hey, you're this size. Like, you need to love that. That's it. like, I do love it. I like like the way I look, but like, I also feel good when I work out. Like, I can't work out without having to explain. Like, I do love myself. It's okay. Like, I don't know. So yeah. that, that's yeah. weird. It's weird. The internet is weird and it makes people 
weird because they say things they just wouldn't say in real life because people don't talk to strangers, you know? So now you work at BuzzFeed now, but is there any content that you want to produce later? Maybe not with BuzzFeed or with BuzzFeed? That's a really good question. I don't know. Moving to LA, one thing that moving to LA did teach me was there is so many opportunities and jobs and places that you didn't even know existed. Like there's jobs that I didn't even know existed when I lived in Seattle and was like, wait, you can do that and get paid to do that. Like, so even what I'm doing now wasn't necessarily what I like, dreamed of after college. Like, I just remember being like, I want to be a producer and that's it. But I learned along the way what that meant. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this part, but I like this part. Um, and what I, I like what I'm doing right now. So maybe another company or stay with BuzzFeed and do more affiliate stuff. I'd love to kind of branch out and work with more businesses uh, that are women owned or, you know, people of color owned like that. Right now we're kind of, we haven't hit that territory yet, but I'd love to, I don't know, be like the head of affiliate marketing. That'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Shoot for the stars. You're already on your, well on your way. So that's so cool. I really like that you said you, that there's jobs out there that you didn't even know existed because I feel like sometimes I'm like, I don't know where I fit because I haven't found like a dream. Like I've never really had like a dream job. Um, once I gave up that I wasn't going to be a brain surgeon after that, I kind of like never really know <laughs> what I wanted to do. So like, I don't know, maybe I need to like broaden my horizons and think a little bit out of like big box companies that we all know have jobs and find something that's different. Yeah, I agree. It's funny that you say that I actually entered Wazoo as a nursing major. So yeah, things change. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I really am planning on moving to New York. I just realized that Seattle has limited opportunities if I want to go into like fashion or entertainment or anything like that. And, you know, my family's always like, why? Like, why do you have to move there? And it's like, because there's so many other jobs and so many opportunities and people to meet and networking. And it's just like you need to be in a city that has it all in order to find those people, even though there there are companies in Seattle, like there's things like I could move in Seattle, but I feel limited. Yeah, I encourage everyone if you like can and are comfortable and have the means and like, you know, your situation allows. I definitely advise leaving Seattle. I love Seattle, like love Seattle. And even when I wanted to move to LA, my parents were like, why? Like it's gross. Even to this day, my parents are like, LA's nasty. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> the opportunities, like I just encourage everyone to at least try it because you never know unless you try it, you know, in time, if there's anything we're learning, time waits for no one. Like it goes regardless of if you're ready or not. So why not take a year and move somewhere? And if you hate it, you can always come back. So I love that energy everyone as we're coming out of this pandemic leave your life (laughs) start a new one go crazy (laughs) but i think that's good advice because i think sometimes i don't know a lot of people might think that moving to la is super intimidating and like i could never do that but it's like people do it every single day you know la is not as scary as i thought let me tell you like i and maybe i I don't know i watch too much like reality tv but like (laughs) i got to la and was like this is it like this like i love it don't get me wrong but like it was not as intimidating there's not a whole lot like i'm a lot of people even when i meet people in arizona they're like oh la like you're plastic and i'm like "Mm, not really but (laughs) i don't you i don't see the stereotypical influencers and the you know plastic surgery out people i have yet to see that i actually haven't seen any of that in la yet like you're gonna obviously you'll see it here and there but it's not as bad as everyone made it sound. I'm like, it's really actually pretty chill in LA. <laughs> that's, that's good to hear. You know that's you're good still, to hear. LA yeah. tourism, hire you next because you're I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe LA is it. Yeah, it's chill. I was surprised, actually. Like, very surprised. 
All right. Well, I another thing, like you kind of already talked about moving and having more opportunities. But if someone was like, was like, I want to be a producer at BuzzFeed or I want to be producing anywhere, like what advice would you give them? Wow, that's a really good question. I always tell people really get as much experience as you can. I think something that did help me get the job at BuzzFeed was the experience I had beforehand at the companies that I worked at and kind of just my experience with producing and with what they were looking for at that time. So definitely get as much experience as you can. And with even before that, like I told you, I was the happiest intern Microsoft ever had. I'm sure like wherever you end up, whatever the job is, even if it's not glamorous, even if it's not good paying, like show up, be happy, be grateful, be humble, because listen, LA is not humble. LA, a lot of people are not humble. That's something I'm learning, but stay humble. Anything that you receive can be taken away just as fast. So be humble, be kind. And yeah, just be kind, be a good person. I always tell people literally just treat people like people never forget how you treat them ever. Like it could be as simple as you got somebody a bottle of water on set. They will never forget that. Like just be kind all the time. Be kind, be kind all the time. I love that. I love that because I think sometimes people get really swept up in like what they're doing instead of like how they're doing it. It's like maybe you don't have the best situation right now, but put in effort and just be nice to people because you never know who's who you're going to encounter down the line. Well, it's true. And one thing I learned in college, they would all say this in school of communication. And I was like, that's corny. But then I got graduated and was like, you're right. They would always say like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And like, yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. So true though, in this industry, it is who you know. And people do butt kiss and take that route and do other things. But like something, like I said, just being yourself and being kind, the vibes are just different. Like when you meet somebody that you just vibe with, it's different than being like, you sucked up to this person, you know, like just Mm -hmm. be kind. Like Ella said, you never know, you never know who you're talking to ever. So, you know, you've had a lot of jobs and it looks like you're a very positive, happy person. So I wanted to Mm -hmm. ask within networking, give us your tips, give us your advice, because it looks like you can move, you can move. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, that's hard. That's I don't like tips. just being friendly like and like be yourself don't be fake like it took me a while to become more bubbly like I used to be very like don't talk to me and I still have my days where I'm like do not talk to me (laughs) but like if you're putting yourself out there to meet someone just put yourself out there you'd be surprised how many people are also like nervous to talk back or like Mm -hmm. you know it's like you think like you're scared but they're scared too so it's like just put yourself out there and just hey, this is my name. What's up? And if the vibes aren't there, they're not there. You lose nothing. Like you don't, you don't lose anything by putting yourself out there. Yeah. I mean, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so socially awkward. And like, I swear to God, I always mess up when I talk to people, but it's probably if I did it more, I'd be less awkward. There was this one time we were in Vegas and Ella was like, deceased like she had drank a little too much at the pool and we had to like Mm -hmm. carry her out of there and like wait in the parking lot to catch an uber and Mm -hmm. while we were waiting at this spot the entire cast of circus the soleil like comes out and they're having like a meeting because they need to sign some waiver or something and i was like calling on to ella with my friends and i was like do you guys know who your like costume like head is (laughs) like i was trying to network okay i was trying I was trying to make opportunities for myself. Wasn't the correct moment, but... Yep, not the right time. Not the right time. Yeah, not the right time. But, you know, I feel like that's the energy. You just got to go for it. (laughs) Well, it's true. You just got to go for it. And, like, I mean, when I was first getting started out, I was so annoying on LinkedIn. I was hitting up people who had jobs. I thought I I was just so annoying. And, like, but there were people who took the time to help me. So it's I always think it's important to help people. So when people hit me up, I always take time. Like, let's chat. What do you need? Like, how can I help? Because somebody helped me. It's like help mm-hmm. on your way up, like throw the ladder back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So someone's gonna might someone might be in the mood to help you. You just gotta put yourself out there. It's like closed mouths don't get fed. So speak up. Wow. 
snaps to that. <laughs> I feel like this is good energy for the next phase of my life, which is figuring out what I want to do. Well, I guess I feel like you've given so much sage advice for our listeners and we're super happy that you took the time to come on. So thank you very much. Do you have like any last words of wisdom that you want to pass on or maybe advice you would give yourself five years ago or something like that? Ooh, the advice. Sage wisdom. I don't know if I have any wisdom, but I would <laughs> tell myself five years ago. Oh my God. Five years ago, me was so, I've always been a confident person, but five years ago, me in the career world was not confident. I was like, maybe this is not the field for me. I'm not doing it right. Like, this is not it. But like, if I could look back, I'd be like, girl, you are a boss. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you are more than capable. Like, what are you, are you insane? Like, you're killing the game. It's only going to get better from here. Be patient. Be patient. That's, that's what I would have told myself. Like, be patient. Everything happens in its own time. But I like instant gratification. So, but yes, be patient. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Like, there's no reason to not have the confidence. Like, you've got it. Like, just trust, Send trust, it. trust your instinct. <laughs> yeah, just like. Just ride the wave. <laughs> ride the wave. <laughs> ride it. Well, Destiny, thank you so much uh, for just being on the podcast and honestly being yourself. You boosted my energy today. So I, I love you. that. Yeah. Thank and, you. Yeah. And then if you want to plug your socials before you go so people can know how to follow you on the, your journey. Yes. So on Instagram and TikTok, I am at destiny underscore Rayvon, which is r-a-y-v-o-n um on instagram and tiktok so follow me and we will have that on our instagram and yeah. also in the show notes so we'll make it really easy for people to find you love that well thank you both this has been so fun yeah plugs of the week plugs of the week okay so for my plug of the week this week is jay money i've been saying that forever so um her name is jayma young and she is a rapper she grew up in seattle but like is now in the bay area and you should all go listen to her singles baby on baby and average you can find her on spotify you can find her on youtube and then you should go follow her if you like her music at jay.money Music on Instagram. All right, so my plug of the week is going to be this rug artist, as in creates custom rugs and does them on commission. They are tight, they're dope, they're cool. And you can find them on Instagram at O U I J N E Y. Their commissions are open, so get a slot because they fill up fast. And I know you're, you're thinking like a cute little rug. No, we're talking about like, what What are they called? Ed, Ed and Eddie? Those Rugs. are Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon Pop stars. Art. Definitely statement pieces. I love New York. Basically, what's going to make your new apartment, your new room, whatever. A vibe. Yeah, max. Top. <laughs> All right, you guys. That was the episode i really had fun it's been really cool to reach out to people and have them come on the podcast so we want to again thanks destiny and everybody who's listening please subscribe to the podcast and also rate us five stars on the on apple Podcasts. and you know this week i was thinking what if we read the review okay. and then people can get featured oh we're reading a review yeah 
Okay. Because I thought one made me really laugh. And I was like, oh my God. So every week, so, you know, if you want a shout out on our podcast, rate a review and then maybe we'll read it. This is from uh, Lay Pl- Lapplezels. Please. Lapplezels. <laughs> we don't know who it is, but, uh, you know, thank you. And the title is Hilarious Must Have Duo. We all have been in some awkward situations, but Berenice and Ella have been through it all. <laughs> this amazing duo always makes. Makes me wanting more wild stories sprinkled within each episode is charm and laughter and wonderful guest speakers. This podcast brings joy to my Wednesday morning and is a must addition to your morning routine. We love that. Yeah. What a great way to be like these messy bitches. Literally. I I read that to my boyfriend. He's like, what do you guys talk about on the podcast? He doesn't Don't worry about it. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. And please go rate our podcast. It means the world to us and we can keep can we will continue to produce some content for y'all um as always you can follow us on instagram at thanks number four your concern and then my personal instagram if you want to see what i look like is at berenice dsm and i'm at ella l tutor we'll see you next week bye, bye.